Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Earners, what's up? Look, I wanna give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long-term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. The first thing that we have to talk about is the biggest thing that has happened last week. Mm -hmm. uh, Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. Yeah. Um, 
we'll give some some preference on this. But uh, this is the second bank to collapse in a week. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest uh, bank crises in American history. Yeah. Um, second biggest and, since 2008. And, yep. And this was the biggest bank mm-hmm. to fail since 2008. Um, what pretty much caused it at a very high level explanation is um, they didn't have enough money. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they over leveraged themselves. You know, when it, when the Fed raised interest rates, um, they were invested in bonds and mortgage backed securities that didn't work out for them, actually lost money. Mm-hmm. Um, and they announced that they needed $2 billion to remain solvent. When they announced that they needed $2 billion to remain solvent, uh, there was a rush on the bank. Obviously, people were scared. Like, Give me my money. I want my money. Yeah. <laughs> um, they didn't have enough. So then the FDIC has to step in. And um, now they're working through that. They said that everybody that has was FDIC insured will have their money, well, had their money today. Yeah. Um, and then everybody else they're working on within the next week. Yeah. Uh, so it was a very, in this bank, a lot of people have not heard of, but it's one of the biggest banks in America. Eight, I think it's 18th biggest bank in America, something like that, mm-hmm. around that. Yeah. Um, so it was geared towards Silicon Valley, right? It was geared towards startup companies and yeah. venture capital firms. And these are the places where these guys went to borrow money yeah. and, and and to get capital from. So it's not like a regular bank where you just go in like Chase Bank and you just put $100 and open an account. Um, but, you know. It's, it's one of these things that that's, was disturbing and uh, it causes, you know, eyebrows to be raised. So, yeah. Thanks. Yes. So, <laughs> all right. So what's the impact on this going forward? What's the impact on the stock market? Because all the bank stocks lost money as a as a result Absolutely. of this. Absolutely. It was like a ripple effect. So what's the take on, on, on this SVB situation? Uh, we, I talked about it at the live show, but risk to reward means everything. So if I came to anyone and said, hey, I'm going to loan out money to startup companies that have between 100, 1 to 100 employees. The net margin is anywhere from 3% to 15%. And I'm going to try and offset it by investing in bonds and mortgage-backed securities. Instant fail. You're like, this yeah. is the worst business plan ever. Yeah. And they were overcapitalized. Uh, we'll talk about it later, but I think the angel and VC environment has to change dramatically because mm-hmm. they're funding all of these companies. Um, think about, I mean... Just want to add to what you're saying because that, that's a great point when we think about the time period of when these loans are taking place. Yeah, low interest rates, right? So zero, we, right? We're talking yeah. about the lowest interest rates, and if, if we've watched the market, right, we've seen what interest rates being raised has done to tech companies, mm-hmm. right? So think about now when you had low interest rates and you're giving loans to tech companies. Yeah. When those interest rates rise, <laughs> there's going to be an inverse effect. I start losing, right? So like the pandemic, we saw all these startups. Yeah. Right. We saw all these these companies IPO. We saw a bunch of SPACs. Now, pandemic is over. Thing in the past. Yeah. Interest rates have risen. Now we start. You're starting to see these 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 effects. Obviously, we see it from companies, but now you see it from a bank. It's like, oh, yeah. Here it comes. Right. These are delayed, like reactions yeah. to some of these decisions, like the Fed rate getting raised. It's like, oh, it sounds great. Oh, it's a quarter point. Oh, it's three quarters of a point. Oh, it's a, you know what I mean? It's like after a while, it's like, wait, what is the long-term effect? Because we don't see it in the short term. I mean, and they're, they're swooping under the rug. I said it, but I think it's interesting they announced this news the weekend of the Oscars. So now you'll see Brad Pitt, hopefully. You know, nobody gets slapped on stage, <laughs> right? They're going to recover it again on Monday about what happened. But so you kind of swooping it under the rug to soften the blow post to announcing it midweek or Friday morning. Then on top of that, Yellen has uh, announced that the government is not going to bail the bank out. 
Oh, so the long term effects is like a lot of banks are going to go under, and it sets up for J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, the big four, to become even bigger. Right, because you think in terms of like, yeah, there's money there. Yep. People are insured, but you're going to have to lose all those customers. Yes. And so if you're losing customers, they're going to have to go somewhere. And you need safety. I mean, uh, Pete was telling me earlier, like, it was some memes going around about risk mitigation. Like, the risk management team was, like, throwing water at a fire that's on the 33rd <laughs> floor, and he's throwing water on the first floor. It's like all of these companies that got funded, were, most of them weren't even profitable. Right. Like, if you look even at the acquisition of Slack, and this won't affect big tech. Like, Microsoft, matter, it won't affect them, but, like, smaller companies that are getting started, it's going to affect them dramatically. But even... Take Salesforce paying $2 billion for Slack. And then the team of Slack, the management team, wasn't using Slack to even communicate on a day-to-day basis. They was using WhatsApp and Telegram. Like, it was just insane. And I hate to say it, but this is like the layman of this generation. Yeah. And it's now. And it's tech-driven. I mean, the, the unfortunate part is that some of these startups do employ people, mm-hmm. right? And so now if the company, if the bank has dissolved, right, think about the payroll of those people who are now able to make payroll. It's over. Hopefully a bridge loan or something will be given, but no, it's going to be over. And we we have to be very honest. Like when things, everything was riding high, I said it before, they're going to let us get money in 2020 for the disaster that's going to come. But you have to check the financial solvency score of your bank. That just means is your bank have a high probability of going broke. Google it, call them up, ask them what the score is. If they won't tell you what the score is, probably should take your money out. Yeah. Yeah. And then also what we talked about on stage yesterday, well, stage Saturday about this is that um, there's a few different lessons here. So this was a bank where most institutions had their money, not retail investors, but retail investors can still learn from this, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of people historically, especially in our community, they're like, well, I don't trust investments. I don't understand investing. It's too risky. I'd rather just put my money in a bank because I know it's safe. And the crazy thing about that philosophy is that Banks invest your money. Yes. Right? So this was, like I said, the reason why this bank failed is that their investments didn't work out for them. But the overarching lesson here is that banks invest your money. So you putting money in a bank account saying that you don't want to invest is crazy because the money that you're putting in the bank account is actually They're using your capital to invest. Right. And this is the crazy part. They were using the active customer deposits as soon as they came in <laughs> to try and offset the losses. Yeah, we, we That's just, fraud. We've said this plenty of times. It's like you go to the bank, you ask for $5,000. Yeah. You got to call in before. ten. Th- you got to call it before. We, most people think like, yo, the bank has, they should have the money. Why? Right? But this is the reason because it's actively being put out to use as a tool. And unfortunately, it's going to be a squeeze on regional banks. So if you're worth a smaller bank in Midwest where I'm from, Man, those risk controls are going to get tightened. Loan parameters are going to get tightened. I feel bad for like small business owners. Like they're not yeah. going to be able to loan that money as easily. And according to what Dave was saying, it's a big crash coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty but soon. So I, those regulations are going to get even tighter. Yeah, I was listening to Fat Joe, and he was talking about how he uh, shout out to Fat Joe, <laughs> Joey Craig. He was talking about how he, he, you know, he banks with a regional bank. Mm. Unless you know, if he had three million dollars and they only insured two hundred fifty. What are they going to do with the rest of my money? He talked about that as far as this is concerned? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not not saying that he was in, in, invested in no, this one. No, I was just saying he, yeah, he was giving commentary, he was giving on, commentary on SVB. On Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a live about it. I was like, 
I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, that's that's interesting because I'm like, yo, Joey. Joey, like he knows, like even he stepped in. He stepped yeah, yeah. in. So even he when told he told us sometimes, he tells uh, who a political figure was, who I didn't even recognize. He's like, yo, guys, I'm teaching you. Like, yo, you're Ernie Lee's. You should know these things. And I'm like, yo, bro, you know, we, we, we tapped yeah. in, but he stepped in. So what I heard this commentary on, I'm like, yo, that's important because even like when he was saying, like, yeah, and I know people like I don't have two hundred fifty thousand, but at some point, like, you may start a business and it may gross that, and if your business. That amount is insured. But yeah, what happens to the rest? Even if you have 5000 it's not a well-known bank, have you ever logged into your account and your account was short or over? Money is being actively switched. And I know they'll say it's a banking error, but this is happening too much. Banks are going through a huge issue of not having enough liquidity. And with every market, every market is tied together. NFT, crypto, stock market, mutual funds. Like even people who thought they had mutual funds through SVB called and SVB owned the mutual fund. It was not in your name. Mm. Now, had I did that to y'all, boy, y'all would have my head, right? So you have to be careful and monitor um, who you're banking with. And this is the funny part. Like, the guy who ran that bank was involved in another bank crash. So going back to the fundamentals of, like, knowing the founder or who's running the company and, and what kind of integrity they do or don't have will decide what kind of actions that are taken. And I won't even mention Wells Fargo. And other banks that <laughs> introduce the scamming don't, error. Don't like, come on, scamming man. Error. And yeah. then also it's important to understand, we talked about this yesterday too, you got to diversify. You shouldn't put all your money in just a yeah. bank. Yeah. And um, this is why investing is important because you should have emergency funds. That's important. But at a certain point, you got to start diversifying. So whether it's in stocks, whether it's in real estate, whether it's in, you know, private equity, putting money into different yes, other space. businesses. You got to start thinking strategically, like, how, where can I put this money? Now, you just don't want to put money into something that's going to lose money because mm -hmm. that's not beneficial. But now you you have to actually start playing a game. It's like Monopoly. When you, you don't win Monopoly by just having the most money. You win Monopoly by having the hotels or the houses because yeah. then when they land on your hotel or your house, then they have to pay you, right? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. how you actually win Monopoly because I've won Monopoly two times in the last two weeks. I'm like the Monopoly champion at this point. Who, who you beat? Who, who you playing? Uh, well, I beat my dad. The last, It was my dad, my niece, and my son. Gotcha. And then uh, the other time, it was it was my niece, my son, and my sister. Gotcha. I'll give you the first one because your dad is legit. You <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. The second one don't count? The second one, question. I got Strategy. We, there's all types of different rules you can do with cheating. Gotcha. It's all about strategy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.